already? Okay, hey, this is Hi. episode seven, apparently, right? Yeah, it is. It's the seventh podcast. It's episode seven. Pop's not here because um, he ate expired Metamucil, thought he poisoned himself because he got really sick, and then he had to go to the ER, and it turned out he just had strep throat, which is pretty bad still, but it's better than poisoning himself, I guess, with expired Metamucil. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why he needed to be taking that anyway. Um, I kind of just wanted to do a really chill, uh, like tier list podcast, right? But then I realized okay. that you guys can't do that because you're losers and you live in Europe, and you don't have the same okay. cereals we have. It's right? true, we have different cereals. Yeah, it's I not... think there's a few overlapping ones, but yeah. Yeah. Like, I think our there's... main cereals, like, our go-to cereals for, like, Europeans are vastly different than, like, like Fruit Loops. Like, all the sh- extremely sugary shit yeah, that, like, Americans Loops. eat. Like, we don't eat that. Like, You guys are missing out, like, greatly. We're missing out on what? Glucose? Sugar? Sucrose? Uh, Sugar? <laughs> like, I don't know. What are we missing out on? We're good, I thanks, mean, girl. I don't know. You guys sound angry. You sound upset. Oh, <laughs> okay so instead i found this article okay the title is okay. hot takes 25 of the most unpopular okay. opinions that are 100 right okay um, okay let's hear it That's i'm not gonna read all of them because some of these are stupid or you guys won't know but i'm gonna read okay. a few of them okay uh this okay. this is this is an article i don't know obsev i've never heard of this but it's by jen anyways Okay. okay, her first or their first hot take or opinion is that cheese isn't that great. <laughs> okay. Oh. Immediately, like, number one, I already know that this person is wrong and unhinged. Yeah. And I mean, like, you're lactose intolerant, so you it's know. It's true. It's true. But- yeah, even me as a lactose intolerant person, even I have to admit, like, this is horrible. Like, cheese is great. Like, this is horrible. Like, cheese is great. I don't know. It's one of the best, like, I don't know. Like, ah, it's just so good in all of its forms and shapes. And, and, and damn, like, who, like, what kind of person are you for you to say that you don't like cheese? That's me when I was six years old and was like, you know, underdeveloped. Like I was still learning, exploring the world. I didn't know shit. You know, that's when you can say that you don't like cheese. Like, I was like, oh, I don't like cheese because it's stringy. As if, like, stringy cheese is the only cheese only to exist. But that makes sense because I'm six years old and I'm stupid. Like, <laughs> that's your world. That, it's, that, all, it's your reference point. Yeah. Wait, I think, uh, what is my favorite cheese? I think Havarti. Oh my God, that cheese is so oh. fucking. I could eat pounds of that shit. Like, <laughs> damn. Mine is really like, I just love normal, good old. Gouda is what we call it, which is like like Koda, like it's a very like a Dutch like, but also like 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 in the middle between a sandwich or like or that's Gouda, I, I think, like, right? Yeah, Gouda is Gouda what you guys call it, I guess. Like we just call it Koda, like that's the original Dutch name. Mm. Um, but you know, Emmentaler, cheddar, like and all my cheese for for making dishes, and then we have like camembert, which is more like a like a cheese you eat after you eat. Like, oh, I love so much cheese! Like all like so many good shapes and kinds. We have obviously parmesan, which unfortunately for Americans, you guys do not know what parmesan is. I hate to break it to you. Um, well, wait, actually, yeah, a lot a of good... people a lot of people don't know that the parmesan you get here isn't actually parmesan. 
A lot it's of people not, don't know that. It's very concerning. It's like imitation crab. It's not real crab. It's not yeah. real Parmesan. I'm so sorry. You could get it, but you need to, like, it's obviously expensive. And mm-hmm. you have to, like, look for it. It has, like, a special seal on it that, you know, it certifies that it's actually from, you know, the region of, where is it, Italy that they make it? Where it's actually, like, mm-hmm. Parmesan. Obviously. Parmesan being part of Italian cuisine. How do you feel about that, Gun? I mean, Parmesan's not my favorite cheese, so. Okay. Yeah, well, it's a but cheese. That's because you've had the American one. Yeah, but I've had like real Parmesan. It's it's not okay. crazy. Have you ever had the pasta where they they have like a big block, like a huge block of Parmesan, Parmesan with like a hole in it, in it and then basically they cook the pasta inside of the cheese. No, I've and never And then they had just that. like serve you the what pasta. The hell? Oh, so no. good. Chaco, you've, you've never, never had that? that? No. Really. Have you like have Parmesan? You seen it? Like how, how do you, how do you like how Hold do on. You, how do you reference this? Like how do you look it up? I wouldn't even know how to look this up on Google. Like <laughs> uh, make pasta inside Parmesan. It's right here. I got it. The Parmesan wheel experience is what I found. Okay, let's <laughs> see what you found. This guy just has like a block yeah, of yeah, fucking Parmesan, Parmesan wheel pasta. House. Like that's oh, it's so good. They make the pasta inside of the Parmesan. Like that is too yummy. Like it's just so incredibly creamy and cheesy and oh, it's it's so good. And like yes, but I can't believe you have never had that choco. It's so good. You should try it. Like usually they serve this at like Christmas markets as well. Like you know when you go to like a Christmas market, there's like a bunch of like stands and stuff. Like sometimes there'll be like a stand where they have like where they basically sell like parmesan wheel uh like pasta it's really good i've never seen that in our christmas market because really? it's very local like it's very uh, uh small chocolate. traditional so it's not really see. maybe in vienna there might be something like that loser homophobia was invented i don't know already the first take from jen garbage <laughs> okay well the next take yeah, this is bad i think Stuff is gonna love it because she says bacon or cheese isn't that great, and then the next one is neither is bacon. I agree with her on that one. I agree with her on that one. No, to be honest, bacon is so boring. No, if I put myself in the in my back, you know, my meat eater era is what I'm gonna call it. I didn't like bacon. I thought it Ah. was. I it was it it was just. It's overrated. It was good for. It was like a good. Like, how do we say this? Like, uh, it was good accompanied by something, but on its own, like, I don't think it's a good meal. Like, it's, the texture is not that great. Sure, the smell and the flavor is very unique. Um, but I, I, there's way better meat. Like, I would never break my vegetarian fast for any type of bacon ever. Like, I have some meats where I'm like, damn, like, I would love to, like, you know, because I've been vegetarian for, like, seven, eight years. I'd be like, damn, like, for a good, like, dish with this kind of meat, like, you know, I might consider, but not bacon, no. Like, I'm so, I'm so fine on not eating bacon, actually. Like, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying, like, I don't think it's as good as people. Like, it's it's good in, like, some kind of sandwiches or whatever, like, complimentary, mm. but I don't think it's that great of a meat, like. Okay, yeah, it's very overrated. I, I don't Why like chuckle? it. Like, What's your excuse? I don't know. There's just so many other meats I would rather take than bacon. I don't know. The one thing I do find re- really funny about bacon is um, when you eat it on its own before you like cook it in a pan, huh? it's nice and chewy, but the moment you put it in a, like, cook it, it's so fucking salty. You're it, eating bacon without, raw? Like, any, anything. Yeah, you can eat it raw here. 
Well, well, okay, maybe it's not really bacon, maybe it's like something boiled, else. Like boiled, cooked I think. Yeah, Yeah, it might have been like that. What? Okay, yeah. listen, I used to have a Polish aunt, and her son would eat bacon raw. But I thought it was like a Polish Damn. thing. And now I'm finding out maybe it's a European thing. I mean, there's maybe. some meats that we eat raw, but I'm not I mean, familiar with bacon. Yeah, if you eat bacon raw, no wonder. Like, this is something okay. you need to cook to get the fat out. Hold and, on. Let me like, see if it's bacon. I mean, and then I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Out. But I'm talking about crispy cooked yeah. bacon. Like, like lightly uh, baked, like really heavy baked. Like, you know, it's really, really crispy. Like, almost brown. Like, all, you know, like you know, every kind. I'm just not the biggest fan. Like, it's, it's almost like a snack meat to me. It's not a proper meat. But yeah, you know? that's... Like, I don't feel like when yeah. I... Yeah. That's what it is, though, so, right? That's why it's so you good. You can eat bacon raw here. I don't know. This is sick. We eat it raw here, usually. Unless okay. my dad cooks it. There, here's another hot take for food. Flav- flavored coffee gets a bad rap. I'm going to read her thingy. She has like a little blurb under each of these. Um, she's like, coffee culture is a snobby sort of business these days, and somehow flavored coffee gets pushed to the bottom of the chain landing somewhere near the dredges served at 7-Eleven. But there's nothing wrong with a cup of French vanilla or Texas pecan, especially when it saved you from having to add cream and sugar. I don't drink coffee. Can you go over that again? So basically... I'm I'm kind of a coffee person. She's saying flavored coffee, like people are like, oh, that's bad, that's bad coffee. It's not good. As uh, like, in, like what? Like like what what does she mean with flavored coffee? French vanilla, Texas pecan... Uh, like if you go to Starbucks, you get the so praline. Her take is that so her take is that people f- find flavored coffee not good. She's like, no, it yeah, is good. Yeah. Basically, that's her take. No, she's saying it's. I good, mean, this yeah. is just personal preference. I I have yeah. I'm not really familiar with the coffee snob. Even as kind of a coffee, like I am a coffee snob, kind of in a way. Like I need my my home brew. Like I, I always like I can't drink just like normal filter drink. I mean I can, but like I don't want to. Like I'll, I'll like there might be filter coffee ready to go. Like all I need to do is just pour it in a can. But I'll not take it. I'll still make my own home brew coffee. Like that's like so I would consider myself a semi coffee snob. But like, what's the issue with people liking flavored coffees? Like I don't get it. Like I, maybe this is an American thing. I don't know. Like. But I don't think there's the stigma <laughs> that there lives a stigma here in Europe where people are like, oh, fuck flavored coffee. Like, that's not real coffee. Like, maybe like yeah, when, you get, when you get yourself like a like a like a frappe cappuccino stuff yes. from Starbucks. Yeah, sure. That's not real coffee. Right. But, like, that's just a bunch of sugar and milk and steamed whatever. But like if it's just black coffee, but it has like some like vanilla undertone, like, like what, what's this? I don't get it. Well, yeah, but you have those, right? Like. And she says Texas pecan. I don't know what the fuck that is. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't know either. Like, like Texas but, pecan. I can imagine something, right? Like, I've had like, like a like a Mexican kind of like, like it was like oh a Brazilian brew or a Mexican brew or yeah, like, but a, those like are just an Indian like brew. Where or, the bean comes from, right? It's not. Yeah, I guess. I guess. And but there's the, also like, yeah. No. Continue. You do. You do get like different flavor profiles, right? When you do just drink coffee, yeah. that's not. But I wouldn't say it's flavored. Like that's just where it comes from. Because my brother gets like. Uh, this co- mountain, like blue mountain coffee, and I think it's my mm-hmm. favorite. And it's so like mellow and like it's very neutral taste. But then he also gets like this Guatemalan coffee that's like so bitter, but it's so like f- rich. Like it's not yeah. gross, but it's not flavored, right? It's just where the coffee's right. from. Yeah, but like for example, um, like when I do get lazy, 
with coffee. So when when I don't actually make my own brew, I'll just use like uh, Nespresso cups. Like oh, I don't know if you guys have the machines, yeah. like the Nespresso virtual machines. Like I think they're pretty good coffee for like cup coffee, cup based coffee. Like they actually have decent coffee. Um, but you know they have like oh Costa Rica blends, Mexico blends, Colombia blends, like Ethiopia blend, uh, Peru. Like you know they have all these kind of like different like origin blends. But then they also have like oh caramel cookie or vanilla custard pie or that kind of stuff. But when you drink it, it still tastes like a rich coffee, just with like a caramel undertone. But it's not like you're not drinking a caramel coffee. You're drink- still drinking a rich black coffee with a caramel undertone. Yeah, like yeah. And and it's pretty expensive still for like it's like I want to say it's like seventy. Like it's it's like a little less than a dollar per cup here, so it's still like more in the expensive side, like for like a cup based coffee, like a I don't know what you call it, like cups, but like is that yeah, what you right. guys call it's, them like cups? It's yeah. like the curie um, we have. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those kinds, which I like a lot actually, like especially with the machine that I have, like because the machine that I have it basically spins the cups really really fast, like it centrifuges them, um, so you get like a really really rich like. Uh, flavor and like crema layer on top, which is like the foamy layer on top. Like there's usually yeah. like a lot, which so it's like it's kind of like high quality coffee on a budget. I want to say, um, not even on a budget. I think it's actually quite expensive. But yeah, but those have like the flavors. But like I've tried them and they were nice. But yeah, I do I do prefer my just normal like my Jamaican or Mexican or Colombian blends. But I don't see the issue with people liking flavored coffee. Like I don't I don't. Maybe that's an American thing. I don't know, but I'm. I don't know. Maybe do, I'm just wait, actually not that cultured in the coffee. Do you the even drink coffee, but... Choco? No, that's why I'm keeping quiet on this topic because there's not much I can oh. say. I um, me having a lot to say. I don't say, drink apparently. coffee. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because coffee's. I don't know. It's a it's a coffee connoisseur thing. I think for me, so I don't. Know I love the smell, and I don't yes, mind yes. coffee flavored candy like chocolate. Coffee for me, half aroma and smell. Like the, even yeah. when I brew my coffee, just the experience of smelling the crushing of the beans. You know the. Like the the hot water going through the like you know yeah. pressurized like like coffee or like granulates like mm, like just that aroma is yeah. that's half of the experience for me. And then when you finally get to sip that coffee, like ah, oh, so good. Like I love True. coffee. Coffee's so good. Okay, the next. But yeah, um, I don't know. I feel like this take is unrelatable to me. I'm not aware of this take and. If so, oh. then well, yeah, fuck. Girl. Then yeah, she's kind of right. Like, Where's this lady from? Reason to hate flavored coffee. I don't know. It doesn't. She doesn't is she like American? Say. I'm pretty sure she is. like you know like I'm sugary, guessing she's from California. Starbucks kind of stuff. I don't see the issue. She has a thing in for California, but I didn't think. I don't know. I don't know where they're from. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. The next, next one is ASMR videos are annoying as fuck interesting some of them yes it depends like these are such extremely generic hot takes actually i feel also, more specific Steph, did you yeah. see the text below so she specifically talks about slime i agree with oh. her that the slime ones are slowly getting annoying because there's like so there was like this big boom yeah but she isn't really going into asmr she's going more into slime so it's not even asmr she's talking about yeah, well, yeah i was gonna say that's ASMR is such a broad spectrum yeah 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 slime is entry agree- level like, like there are some videos that are quite annoying or like maybe even cringy but i wouldn't i don't know not yeah, really sure, annoying but... yeah 
yeah, but I, I get it. I feel like these are extremely generic hot takes, and it's like, well, yeah, it's like saying, oh, food is overrated. Yeah, but what kind of food, girl? Like, give us, uh, give us something to work with here. Like, I don't know. Like, I love like rain ASMR. I love like tapping Same. ASMR, that kind of stuff. Like, very more like ambient ASMR. But yeah, like the typical, oh, I'm gonna play with with slime because everybody does it kind of ASMR. Yeah, that's kind of cringe. Like, I don't like that either. But um, sometimes I, I do Rich find like even. The ASMR videos that I really enjoy, sometimes they're annoying to me because of, like, I get this sensory overload, overload and then I, like, can't watch anything or don't want to listen mm. to anything. In that case, I can't see why it's annoying, but... Mm. Wouldn't that I don't be know. because you put Jen... on several things, though? Huh? Wouldn't that be because you put on several things at once? What do you mean? Like, how do you get sensory overload from a rain video? Well, I, it's not... Okay... So the one time I can tell you, somebody was tapping on a brush and the sound just made me nauseous. I don't know. It, it was just too much. What kind of ASMR were know. you watching? This lady was just brushing her hair and then tap it, tapping on the brush. Oh, so see, the, the tapping sound was a little too much for me. I hate those kind of videos. And then for like ASMR. weeks later, I went back to that video and it was fine. It was just... I just wasn't feeling well in that moment. Yeah, I also can't do whispering. Like I hate yeah, whispering. Yeah, whispering. like really. Just give me the tapping, but don't give me the whispering. Like when they're like, A-S. like I'm no. Stop. Yeah. Like next video. Like no, I'm like, done. Like this do you is like not... that, Jacko? I'm pretty much fine with almost all ASMR. I just the ASMR that I don't like is the one where they really, really baby you. Like it's not even like a baby roleplay or anything. It's just what they. They interact with you as if you're an idiot or or like a child, and I don't like oh, those. I, I mean, what I'm about... not even a big ASMR person. Like, I don't actively listen to ASMR, but yeah, I don't know. Like, it's used, for do. me, it's used like rain sounds or something like. And I know that's what about, more like what about food ambient smacking? Kind of side. Oh no, no, <laughs> you chuckle food like smacking. If, if it's deliberate, I don't like it. If it like happens accidentally when you eat, okay, but it's fine. I don't. That's mind. like that's the point of eating ASMR a lot of the time. It's the smacking. No, it's not. Sometimes it's like the crunch of the food and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes. It's not really the smacking. But okay, like if, then especially no, if you're I don't watching, like the like, smacking. Yeah, like I don't know. To me, I prefer the food ones. I love the food ASMR videos. But like, <laughs> I it's still gotten... can't forget the choy. Was it choy? Uh, yeah, Zach the... Choi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> with the smacking. Fucking someone. <laughs> no, that was someone else who do it. But yeah, I don't know. I love yeah. this kind of video. I use the ambient ASMR for stream when I'm streaming, right? And I'm like in a mood. Uh, depending on what mood I'm in, like I'll use rain or or like clouds or forest or if it's nighttime. Like I love putting that on. And even though people might not notice it, it's there, right? It's like it creates yeah. a whole mood. Or or I use those to sleep. But slime is like yeah. slime is easy. It's like baby entry level. Like I don't yeah. I'm not into ASMR, but I like watching these videos because they're like pretty. I don't know. Yeah. I was specifically <laughs> looking for a uh, visual ASMR. I really love the visual ASMRs the most. Interesting. Uh they are the best, honestly. What do you mean? Those give me more tingles than the sound ASMRs. Wait, what do you mean by visual? Um, they're very so I personally really like when like the hand go goes towards the camera and then like moves back and stuff. Like that's visually oh. very pleasing for me. And then um also like really beautiful lights or there's there's this one person that does uh ma- macro 
macro? Macro, little, little. little. No, not little, very zoomed in, like very zoomed in ASMR. And it's really nice. Like, I just, visually pleasing. There's something but sexual ASMR about is auditory sensory stuff, right? Like, wouldn't it be it like is v- v- VSMR then or something like that? Like, because it's visual. They session, they, right? ca- they call it normal ASMR. Like, it's just ASMR, okay. but with visual in front of it. You need to send um, me this. Okay. You need to send me I, this. I'll, I'll try and look. It's like specific moves with the hand or like a specific action they repeat. And it's just very pleasing to me. It doesn't even have to be like on purpose. Sometimes it happens accidentally. I'm like, nice. I like this. Okay, this one was a little strange to me because I don't think I've ever met anyone. Uh, but basically, she's like, dietary restrictions are not a personality. And the way she Ooh. describes it is, we get it. You don't eat meat for the animals. That's cool. No one's asking you to chow down on a slab of beef for it. But spare us your pins and your tattoos and your Instagram accounts dedicated solely to proving your only worthwhile quality is the fact that you dig salad. Like, this feels this... personal for her. Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, I don't Jen know. seems to have had a bad experience with a vegan. Jesus. Yeah. It's not I'm... so funny to me because I know it's a meme, right, and a stereotype, but, like, I actually don't... I haven't really met a lot of people who actually make their dietary, like, preference their personality. Yeah. Like, and that includes me. Yeah. Like, I don't for... Like, literally people forget all the time that I'm vegetarian because it's not an issue to me. I don't bring it up because it's, I don't think it's relevant most of the time unless I'm cooking or they're cooking for me or I'm shopping or, or anything like that. Like, So this is a weird take to me because, I don't know, maybe, again, it's a regional thing, but, like, all of the friends that I've met, like, I usually find out that they're vegetarian or something very naturally, like, really. Like, I don't know. That's kind of a weird take for me as well. These are not just hot takes. These are weird takes. Like, yeah. She says the only person I can opinion. think of that, like, makes it their whole personality was that... Was that lady in the cow costume at the Pride Parade? If you oh, remember right. her. Those are like those are like extremists though. Yeah, those dude, she came up to us and was like, Would you like to get like yeah. okay? Oh. What a way to start the conversation. Yeah, but that's more like on the activism. Like that's like I don't think that would have like you can have that opinion, but then include the word like activists, right? Like But see that's why she's talking I feel about like this just is normal targeted. vegetarians. Yeah, but I feel yeah. like that this yeah. is who that's about. Because she says Bear yeah. me your pins and your tattoos. Like, yeah. I feel like the only people who would do that is actual, like, vegan activists, right? Or, like... Yeah, but there's activists yeah. of anything, like... Right? Like, I don't know. There's not, like, meat-eating activists. Know. Yeah. It's just not. It doesn't, like, it doesn't make maybe, sense. Maybe Jen met the cow costume girl. <laughs> maybe next, that's why she wrote this. <laughs> the next one is neither are personal traumas. That they're I not... I mean, that's literally a part of us. Like, a trauma shapes us. Of course, it's gonna be like a part of this. Yeah, but I think they genuinely. I think they mean when people basically like flaunt their traumas as if they're like. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like flaunting their traumas. You know, like oh, haha, like I'm. You know, I want to kill myself, and I'm like oh, like or like oh yeah, like my my uncle this or my dad this, and I'm like oh yeah, my abusive dad. I'm like oh okay, like, and then when they keep bringing it up repetitively. you know, for no reason when it's not relevant. I think that's kind of more what they mean. But again, this is a, a thing where, like, hot takes, right, are, like, supposed to be takes that are very unpopular, as in, like, a lot of people find this okay. And I don't think a lot of people, I don't know, like, you know what I'm trying to get out here? Like, I don't think this is an issue. Like, 
yeah, these people exist, but, like, they're a minority. Like, I don't think it's a hot take for you to, like, dislike him. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I've never, I don't, I don't think, I mean, the only time I've met people who, like, maybe it's unintentional that they make their trauma, uh, like, their character, right? But it's, like, mm-hmm. it's people who, like, I, I used to have this friend, right, that, he would tell us a lot about like something that happened to him, which was obviously like really, really horrible. But mm-hmm. it gets to a point where um like you've offered everything you could, right? You've told them you're here for them, right? For what they need. Mm-hmm. And it gets to a point where basically it's nobody else's responsibility for that thing except for you, right? Yeah. Like if I had some big issue with my parents, which I had and i'm not able to let that go it's not their fault like it just isn't and it sounds like victim blamey right in a way but there's only so much another person can do for you to help clear that up like you literally have to do that work to fix it whether you like it or not sometimes you're not going to be able to get the other person to like talk to you or you're not going to be able to have that conversation that you want to have because like if that person never admits to it right which was like the yeah. case for my friend, right? Like the the thing that he suffered through, his mother wouldn't even admit to it that it happened, right? So eventually he just had to go to therapy. And once he got to therapy, guess what happened? He realized, mm-hmm. oh, I, if I don't forgive, like, or if I don't forgive what happened, like I'm never going to be able to let this part of me go. And yeah, it's mm-hmm. true. Cause like, like up until that point, he basically had like, we would be around eggshells with him, right? Because it was a big part yeah. of him, like, oh, we couldn't say this because he's like, oh, well, that hurts me. I'm like, okay, but like, we're not, like, this isn't about you, right? It's just like something that we're saying. And it's like, I don't know. I I understand this, I guess, because I've had to experience this. And it's not only him. Like, it's a lot of people that I've talked to over the years. I don't know. That's how I see Uh, it anyway. uh, One of my classmates in high school lost her father. Um, And I remember when she came back to school, Everybody was like walking on eggshells, trying not yeah. to make uh, any dead jokes. Oh, and no. someone broke it after a couple of months and <laughs> she had no reaction. And we're like, okay, it's good. We can make yes, dead jokes again. Th- exactly. <laughs> like, eventually you get to a point where it's like, you can't keep doing it, right? It's like, yeah. It's it just, I don't know. It's really weird. I guess that's how I see what she's saying. And then mm. it, at the end, she says, and it definitely shouldn't be tagline in an online bio. Like, yeah, that's really weird. Like, if you say I survived a re- okay. an abusive relationship, like. Eh. But I have, I have, a, I have a comment about that. I don't mind somebody writing that because, first of all, it's their profile. Yeah. I, I don't get to comment on that, but um, also I feel like you can maybe find someone else who went through the same and be able to connect or like talk with somebody about that. Yeah, but like do- I, I don't know. I mean, don't obviously, you- I feel like uh-huh. it matters where you post it, yeah. but. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's their it's their personal Trump. page, and if I don't want to see it, I'll just block and move on. But don't you think that makes it easier for like abusers to be like, "Hey, look at that! This person might be an easy target." Right? Uh, okay, yeah, <laughs> I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't know, girl. Abusers are terrible people. Like... Yeah. yeah. Also, okay. Stelcy, did you just DM me? Yeah, something by accident. Forget it. Oh. Don't okay. forget it, Chuck. Remember it forever. Hold on to it. 
Okay. Oh, this... It's deleted. I don't know what it was. I only got a notification. Yeah. This next one is like the worst one to me. Uh, they say people <laughs> who aren't friends with their exes aren't worth dating. And let me read the little blurb oh. again. Breakups are tricky, but if things end on a fairly, um, cop- I don't know this word, copacetic. What is this? Copacetic. 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 But if things end on fairly copacetic terms, there's no reason two people shouldn't be able to remain friendly with each other. And if someone feels the need to completely cut off an ex for no reason, they're too immature to be in a relationship with someone new. No, I don't agree with this. This is a hot take, actually. Finally. It is. This is being actual hot take. Uh, There's a lot to dissect and break down here, actually. Um, first of all, I think relationships are way too multi-layered and way too complicated to just give a one bland general statement of like, oh, people who aren't friends with their exes aren't worth dating. Like, it's just not that easy. You know, a yeah. lot of times when something goes wrong into a relationship, it very, very rarely, I want to say, usually there's something that really goes south, right? Like, like the first thing I think was like cheating, right? Like, why would you... Like keep cheating or abusive cheating ex, you, right? like, like obviously don't want to be contact uh, with trust, them. No. And, like breaking of trust or anything like that, uh, you know. But in the cases where you do end on friendly terms, like I'm so sorry, but from my point on, like I'll not cut ties, right? Like I'll stay open for a connection, and I actually speak out of like semi recent like uh, experience is I ended a relationship on really good terms. Like, we both got to a mutual understanding. And sure, you know, we like, it, it hurted. Like, there was a lot of sadness. That shit hurt. But it was still on... Yeah, that shit hurted. <laughs> but um, it, it ended on good terms, and we were still good friends. But if after you break up and you have known each other for X amount of years and you've grown and experienced so much together and you, like you like you end the relationship right you go to a friendship i'm a very and maybe this just is just like a me thing friendships to me are very like um how do i say this like very like there's there needs to be something in it for me right yeah yeah i value a lot of personal (laughs) growth yeah i value like like experiencing new things I've, i value growth and and i like to surround myself with friends and people that i feel like i can learn from or they have a, an interesting perspective on things and i just like knowing and hearing their perspective on a lot of things because that's just not my perspective and i just like so like yeah. like th- there's something always in it for me right but when you end a relationship and you just there's nothing in it for you anymore. Like this friendship doesn't really, yeah, sure. It's nice hanging out with you, but it's also nice hanging out with five other people that I know. Mm -hmm. And, and if I don't get that, like, and if, and if the whole love part of the relationship is gone and all I have is, is just our common interests and, and all that stuff. But I, but because in a relationship you grow a lot, right? Cause you experience a lot of stuff, you do a lot of stuff and you grow, but then that growth usually stagnates when you, break up it should anyway like unless you still do everything you would do in a relationship but then what's the difference I don't yeah know. what's the difference um yeah what's the difference so that's a really interesting take because i was with the relationship that i uh ended like uh, not too long ago it was a while ago but not too long ago um it ended on good terms and we agreed to be friends but we kind of lost touch with each other because there was no mutual like 
benefit anymore for yeah. us. Like it's cool and nice, but like the effort to make place and time for us to force to hang out because we ended on good terms and we're still friends, quote unquote, is almost doesn't seem worth it or something. And it, it's not conscious. Like it's not like a, like a like a conscious decision uh, yeah, of like, oh, right. this is not worth it for me. It's just I don't know. Like yeah, I don't know. Like this is that's my take, I guess, on it. Like it's just so variable and so. I don't know. I don't really understand how you can have such a extremely like one-sided and but at the same time very general take on something so complex and multi-layered because every single relationship is different, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the people involved are so different usually and then the relationship itself is has its own dynamic and energy to it. So, I don't know. Interesting take that you can interesting to me that you can have <laughs> such an opinion on it's such very a very black and white. Like, yeah, that's very black. Yeah, yeah, extremely black and white, which is something that doesn't really work to me in this kind of stuff. But yeah. In the future, I want to be someone's crazy ex story. Like, I want to go unhinged <laughs> so much really? that somebody's got, like, I have this crazy fucking ex. Insane bitch. No. I want to be that. Sick. Like, I had this crazy ex fucking running naked <laughs> through the city, the getting arrested by a fucking cop. Like, that kind of crazy shit. Like, yeah, okay. I get that. I get that. Chuckle. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I want to be the reason why somebody has to go to therapy. <laughs> I- okay. I guess I'm with stealth on this because like it's really weird, right? Like you said, you're taking away a really big aspect of a relationship, which is yeah. the love mm-hmm. part. And I don't. I, I feel guess like it definitely depends on the person, how they broke up, like what what were the circumstances well, and stuff. It, like it, obviously it, like, cheating. And in her example, it's good, right? Like it, you ended it yeah, on good, fairly good, good, yeah, terms, good is what she's saying, basically. Yeah. 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 But, also, like, what I've noticed, like also from stories from other like friends, when the two part ex-partners have the same friend group most of yeah. the time they stay in contact longer oh i don't know if that's true i don't know if that's true either because yeah i share a friend group with that person in question and i don't really interact with that person anymore and it's not that i i feel like i have to or not have to or whatever it's just there's i don't see i almost don't see the point in trying to make this energy happen when yeah. no like, but i meant you know, more in you both try to like <laughs> move on but i get what you mean when it's almost like you can't avoid them i guess exactly when you can't avoid yeah. them i feel like yeah. then you like unwillingly maybe uh, yeah. are but in that case i understand longer it. Like, content. you know like it's yeah. also fine if you do like i'm not saying it's not fine if you do i'm just saying i think it's very natural that even if you end on good terms that you kind of just like move on like literally you yeah. move on like like you know? for example me and my ex like we don't really i mean we don't hate each other. We just don't talk. Maybe he, we message mm-hmm. each other memes like every couple of months. And that's about it. Yeah, and that's Sometimes, fine. Like, okay, but like, can I, his can best I ask... friend is one of my best friends. Chaco. So when we're Discord mm. calling, he's also there. And stealth, I guess. Can I ask you guys like a weird personal question, right? Of course. Because sure. I'm a person who I don't have. <laughs> I mostly don't have contact with most of my exes, like at all, like none. Okay. Like, like literally uh, thinking on it almost like literally none of them my last breakup was so horrible like i don't want to talk to that person right it was just something Mm -hmm. really bad that happened but like what's the point i guess in messaging someone like that like oh i'm gonna send this person um like chuckle you said every two months right like what's every couple of months it's not okay okay but what's the point like what is the point of keeping up okay let me explain this to you what, from my I, I perspective. I get what you're right? trying to say. I get what you're yeah. trying to say. Because, like, yeah. like, I don't know. I'm the kind of person that if 
and stuff, you know this. Like, mm-hmm. if I feel like I don't need to talk to you, I just won't, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm really close to the friends that I do have because I like yeah. you guys, right? Right. Like, I make the effort to actively, like, reach out and be there. But if it's somebody mm-hmm. who I haven't spoken to in, like, two months, right, and we were friends or really close, and they message me, like, they send me a funny thing, I'm probably not going to respond. Like, I don't care how close we were. It's just we're, we're not close anymore. And unless I've, like, told you I like you an extra bit more than other people, like, what's the point of me? Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I, I don't know. That's just me. No, no, I get what you mean. But I guess it. I guess it's also, again, kind of personal. But mm-hmm. in my case, I would say, like, what's the point of messaging someone that, you you know, you, you ended stuff on fairly, like, good things that you're still kind of talking to each other on some bit it's well i'm assuming that the person you're in a relationship with or have been well you have a sense of understanding for each other right like you understand each other on certain aspects that you or you connect in a way that you don't connect with other people because that's why you're in a relationship right because there's a special connection and even though you probably have a lot of friends that have similar interests and you maybe it's just that one part that they understood or that one part that you connected with them that you um, don't have anywhere else and you're still trying to keep that up or still have this like oh like you know like remember this one thing that just the two of us did and you still kind of like have the need something yeah. to talk about it or share something funny about it a topic or an interest that you both like were watching or are into or a piece of literature or an activity or a hobby or anything like still have that like you know that mutual understanding or like this mutual interest that you just can't share with anyone else only with that person so that's why you're like oh like you know like Say, for example, that you're that I mean, that's a bad example. Like you you like ice skating, right? And mm-hmm. your last relationship was also into ice skating and really into ice skating culture. But none of your friends are into ice skating, but all but you share obviously other yeah, interests with that, that person. Would just so make you me would sad. maybe send just to them like something ice skating related because you can't send it to literally anyone else that you know. Yeah, but that and would just that's make me sad. Why, but like, that's also so specific and so niche that like. Yeah. But I get where you come from too. Like, if it's just a general meme that literally any of your friends can send you, then yeah, I don't. Then I I could understand like, well, what's the point? Like, like is that is that your reasoning, Chuck? Or like, I I, I want to hear from both of you. Okay, well, so well, the thing is, thing. I if if you don't mind, I like, don't message you. him. He messages me the memes, and I just respond with a laughing emoji, and that's okay. it. So I don't really. What if you never responded? Contact. I guess. Well, then he'll message me the next memes, and so on and so on. That's <laughs> horrible. Like, I'm sorry. That sounds so sad. Like, it sounds like torture to me. I don't know. Maybe it's because like most of my exes have been like big lessons for me. <laughs> so like, I don't know. Like. I can't imagine ever talking to them, right? Like, I like some of them, right? It's not like I hated every single boyfriend right. I ever had. But I, I I don't know. It's just so strange to me. Like, it's very strange. Like, it's not even that I'd want to cut them off. It's like you said stuff, right? Like, even the friendships that I had with my exes after we broke up, mm-hmm. it, we drifted apart, like, subconscious, like, not consciously, right? It was subconscious mm-hmm. of, uh, of us just like stopping the yeah because eventually. i think it's part of moving on right yeah like, like you just move on and that kind of just happened maybe it doesn't but i feel like it's very natural for it to happen that you just don't part of moving on is not having the urge or the need to talk to this person anymore in a in the way that you've been doing for x amount of years so either you really have to like consciously adapt and like try to talk and engage with them on a different way 
or you just don't think about it and you just stop talking. I don't know. Like, but that's obviously I don't have the biggest sample pool of of boyfriends and breakups. Like, I only have yeah, I don't either. even have a full hand of of experiences. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'd say like same. But mm-hmm. for me, it's worthless. I think it's worse for me with with friends a lot of the times. Okay. I don't know. The chuckles did not die completely. I think it did. It's fine. We can move on to the next one. I, I, yeah, I was trying to look for ones that weren't like actual garbage. Um, oh, I see. Yeah, but it's hard. Like, I, I guess people don't want to have like actual opinions. They just want to have. Like, look at this. Celery juice is a gross scam. Who cares? Like, who fucking yeah, cares, girl? <laughs> yeah. Hello, I'm back. Hi, Chuckle. Maybe. Okay, hold on. So, oh, here's what's, one. What's this then? Okay, I guess here's another one. Flaking is fine. What does that mean? Uh, so flaking. Um, it's basically like if you have plans with friends or something, and you just cancel them because you don't want to do it. That's fine. You think that's okay? Yeah. Are they saying it's not fine or that it's fine? Wait, what? Are they saying that it's fine or not fine? They're saying it's fine. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. What's the point of, of going... What's the point of doing something you don't want to do? Yeah. If you promise somebody you're going to do it... Here's the thing, though. That you should do promising, it. Promising and not showing up to plans are two different things. Yeah, that's flaking, though. That's yeah. what flaking means. So it's like if I told you, oh, like, oh, we planned to go to the store, right? And then, right. like, the minute that you're like, oh, are you ready? Are you going? And then, like, I text you, like, oh, no, um... I can't make it. Something just came up. Blah, 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 blah. That's flaking. Oh, but you lie about it? Yeah. That's what flaking oh, means. Right? That's you're, not fine. Or no, it's like I a, would a be grind- honest. I would be like, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. It's Is like a grinder hookup, right? Where you're like, oh, let's oh, meet. Okay. And then you don't meet up. That's flaking. Okay. Yeah. okay that's that, not- uh, no. I would say that is... I mean, it's obviously something personal again, and I don't know what the general populist opinion about on this is. like, Because I feel like a hot take means... 99% of people agree on something and you disagree, right? Most I feel like people this is... don't like yeah. people who are flakes. Most people don't. Okay. And they're saying it's okay to flake. No. The, no. Okay, so um, here's the thing, though, Gurm. I, I live know. in a really fucking small village and every time I want to meet up with my friends, we have to go to the city and I have to drive an hour there. So if they're going to cancel on me, then I would rather they cancel on me like either days or hours beforehand before I have to like start driving. Yeah, no, like if it's literally last minute canceling, then and then yeah, if then lying is also involved or excuses or whatever, then yeah, no, yeah. fuck that. Like, Just yeah, say you don't want to, or like, yeah, there can something can happen. You can like, usually feel it beforehand. Can. You can usually feel it a day before in the morning yeah, when yeah. you wake up. Like, oh, I'm not gonna feel like doing this shit. Like, don't sit on it the whole day and wait until the last minute. Just text me in the morning like oh i don't feel like doing it i just don't and you don't need to give me a reason just tell me you don't feel like it and that's fine but yeah if flaking the definition of flaking is canceling last minute and being not really communicative like properly communicative about it yeah fuck that yeah fuck and you, actually. i think it's not only like um right at, at that minute it's also like you continuously do it okay i see like a like a okay yeah. like it's like a pattern basically almost like a path yeah like a pathological like like plan cancel on it. I see. Yeah, I don't know. That just sounds like something a flaker would say, you know? It's true. 
Oh, this one's always a hot one. Mental illness is not an excuse for shitty behavior. But that's kind of like the other one, I agree right? with it. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like the other one where you It is not, about... and I feel like most people agree it's not. So I don't really feel like... Like, yeah, it, like, what is a hot take? Like, yeah, this... A lot of people do it, right? A lot of people use mental health for excuses, for shitty behavior. But I, I don't think the general populist opinion is that that's okay. I feel like a lot most people agree that that's not okay, even though it happens a lot. Uh, what that's about just this? like a, I don't know. This Maybe one. my definition of a hot take is just not. I mean, a hot take right. is just an unpopular opinion, right? That's... Yeah, an unpopular opinion, but I don't think it's an unpopular opinion. I feel like most people agree on this. I think um, the thing is with a lot of like mental illness, especially now, uh, people like they'll say, oh, you need to have patience, right? With people who are healing or you need to have mm -hmm. understanding, which like I get. And if you're like a, a patient person, right? Like I, I think I'm a pretty mm -hmm. patient person and I'm pretty generous when it comes to like giving people the benefit of the doubt, right? Um. But it gets to a point where you can only do so much of that before it becomes something toxic, right? That you're doing for that person. Because mm. it's like, again, my friend, where if somebody keeps telling you, like, the reason I don't like this or I can't do this is because, like, right, I had X happen to me when I was X years old, right? And we put up with it for years. Like, me it was me and my friend, it was a three three people group, right? And... It basically like we've known him since we were in middle school which is like 13 or 14 right and we knew each other up until we were like 24 or 25 right and then like around there mm -hmm. is when the friendship kind of started to break apart but it was because of all this underlying shit that he was going through that he thought we weren't giving him enough uh like i don't know how you would say it like patience or generosity like mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know we weren't being like patient yeah. enough with him right after we had done it for like all this number of years right and okay. we basically i think we basically did him a disservice by not telling him sooner that hey like you can't keep using this like as a crutch to like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. like you can't make us feel bad that we said something or that we did something like right but because before we'd apologize and we'd be like yeah we're sorry like we didn't mean it that way blah 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 like i don't know mm. right that that's i guess what I would see it as. Yeah, I agree. I but yeah, oh, I found an interesting one. Everybody has some form of neurodivergence. There is no such thing as a normal or mentally well person. What's I've heard this one. On I, have a, I, have a, I have a very packed take on that, but what's you guys' I, take on it? I've heard this one a lot, and I feel like it can get really weird because, like, I know that there's this stigma of people saying, like, functioning like a functioning autistic person, right? Because like by yeah. saying that you're basically saying people who aren't on that part of the spectrum, like can't function, function in a way. Yeah. But it's like, eh, like it depends, I guess. Mm -hmm. I, I just think, I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know. That's a tough one because like I'm on the part of like, uh, there's a lot of stuff I struggled with personally where maybe if mm -hmm. I had been like diagnosed with something, things would have been easier like i'm really bad with fucking yeah. numbers i don't know why but numbers are like mm -hmm. my number one enemy like it's i can't do it mm -hmm. no matter how hard i try i don't understand numbers and i hate it i prefer words that's just yeah. how i am but would that be like a neurodivergent thing or is it just yeah. right yeah i think it's really like i like this take because it opens up 
conversation about a very, very prominent thing right now, which is like the overdiagnose, the over self-diagnosing of mental illnesses, right? Like yes. ADHD, <laughs> ADD, autism, that kind of stuff where people are like, oh yeah, like I do this. Oh, I must have ADHD, right? Like, and then, and they go into the spiral of like, um, like, oh, I'm, I'm neurodivergent, I'm this and that. But like my personal opinion on this and everybody can disagree with this. I, I do not care. Is that like, people should make a bigger like um like disassociation with like the symptoms and actually being diagnosed with a mental illness because when does it when does it become a mental illness is when it prevents you from operating like a normal functioning human being right when it this when it disrupts your daily life basically when it prevents you from executing normal daily tasks that that any that you know the most other people are just completely fine with doing when it severely disrupts your function i guess that's when it becomes a mental illness and that's when i think you should find help because a lot of symptoms from like adhd and stuff like that they're just normal human symptoms like they're just like they're just normal personality traits or just normal ways that some people like behave or or like yeah like behavioral traits but to me, it's more like like a really big spectrum because and and yeah, it is a spectrum. Like I know that it is a spectrum, but it's just a spectrum where like people are are very like um, I don't know find themselves on there. But it's not because you fidget a lot that you have ADHD. Yeah, sure, fidgeting is a symptom of ADHD, but that doesn't mean like you have ADHD to the point where you need to get it diagnosed because you need help because it severely disrupts your life if that makes sense and even myself for example like i could self-diagnose myself with adhd like i know i can like i can't i cannot sit normal in a chair like i have to move around all the time i'm always but that's just I'm, you being gay yeah, true. maybe that that's too true. but that's yeah true, but Chaco. yeah unable to concentrate on things that i have no interest in like i just cannot do it like studying what like studying throughout high school and, and college was a nightmare for me like it was yeah horrible uh you know like excessive talking um you know being able to like weigh my turn stuff like that like acting without thinking or overthinking like you know like both ends of like or like interrupting conversations or like finishing other people's sentences like all those things are signs of adhd but I'm not going to like, but to some extent, I just think they make me who I am. Like, this is just part of me. Um, but I don't think these symptoms are severe enough to the point where I feel like I need to get diagnosed because I need help because these are like disrupting my daily life. Yeah, they make some things harder, but they also make some things easier. Like it's it's kind of like a like a give and take kind of thing. And and. And I'm pretty sure that if I were to take like ADHD medication, then yeah, like, you know, st- like studying or like focusing on things that I have no desire in or no interest in would become easier. But like, I don't know, I, I mean, but maybe that's just a very extremely personal thing. But I definitely do think it's not because you share traits or symptoms with a mental disorder that you have that mental disorder. Like, I don't know. But yeah, that's my take on it, I guess, like the over diagnosing of like mental illnesses um like i just think everybody to some extent has certain symptoms and traits from mental illnesses it's just the degree in which you have them that make it a problem or not see to me that comes down again to like being able to be like self-accountable that's what that is to me like what you're saying because 
I don't know if if you yourself are saying, oh, I can recognize all these things in myself and I know how to deal with them personally, right? Yeah. But you're you're Most able time, to yeah. yeah, you're able to recognize them, correct? Yeah. But somebody who isn't able to recognize them, like they'll never seek the help that they need, right? They'll never yeah. But in that case, it probably does disrupt their like if they can't deal with it, right? If they genuinely are struggling with it and they can't like like um, yeah, like you said, like recognize it themselves and they are struggling with them. Yeah. And if it becomes a problem to where it does disrupt their daily life, like they can't do certain things that, you know, like need to be done, like they can't properly make food or they can't properly like, like uh, pay attention at, when they're doing their job at work, like that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, then it is disrupting your life to a certain point. And then I do think it's okay to find help. But yeah, I just think in a lot of, especially in more like TikTok culture, I think it, these people, most of these people are perfectly fine functioning human beings. And they're like, oh my God, I have ADHD. I'm like, why? Oh yeah, I'm fidgeting. I'm doing this and that. I'm like, yeah, but is it an issue? No, but they just, you know, they like, I don't know. They just want to, I don't know. I don't know what they want. I don't know what the goal they is. They just want to have the label because it's. Yeah. I don't know if it's, so... they just want to have the label. Maybe it's kind of like the, oh, I want to be part of a minority. I want to be. Uh, like I, w- I want to to have something to like uh, like blame. Maybe also you know to, to get I, yeah I want to like push to, like, accountability of my actions or or self growth. I don't know what it is exactly. Yeah. Like I, that's not a topic I've really dived in, like dived into myself. Um, I don't know what it is or why it is such a prominent thing, but it is. Like I've seen it and it kind of annoys me. But yeah, that's me. Chaco, any opinions on that? Now I agree with most of it. I hate you, Chaco. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I to say. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, I think it's weird, like I said, just because I don't know. Okay. It's hard to say what's normal, right? Because like, yeah, it's like you course. said, what work works what for you. What is normal to me is not normal to me, me, right? Exactly. Like, this is my normality, if that's yeah. a word. That's a word. Yeah, right? yeah. That, but that's that why it's hard to yours. say, like, Oh, yeah. everybody's like on a... Because obviously we have to have a, a, a quote-unquote normal, right? To be a functioning Yeah, what is society. normal? Is that just, you yeah. know, is normal 99% of the people? And does that mean that if you don't fit in with that? But like to me, normal to me is my normal. And that's how I go through life, yeah. right? Like, um, and Can I know I that my normal about- a lot of the time doesn't line up with the actual norm, right? What most people do. Um, but like I try to just focus on myself really. Like I'm... I'm not really someone who looks that much at other people other or what people, society yeah. wants or expects from me or that kind of stuff. So I don't know, but maybe I, I know that I'm a really self-aware person and that stuff. probably also plays into that. But uh, what is it, Chaco? Uh, I, I was listening to either a linguist or a doctor. Somebody was talking about, like, instead of using normal, they use the term average because it I doesn't, see. like, exclude people that yes, aren't in the average thing. Mm-hmm. So see, they I prefer... See. So that I makes just sense. Maybe it'll help. Yeah, see, that makes yeah. sense. And when you say average, it makes more sense because it's like something that more people do, right? Because yeah. okay. I don't know. I I do know, uh, like a lot of people that uh, used to like be really shaky, like they'd shake their leg or something. Uh, but then, like yeah. eventually, self-correct. Like my brother, he was one of those, right? And he never got yeah. diagnosed with anything. Um, he just had like a lot of anger issues and all that energy was like pent up. <laughs> but he would shake his leg mm-hmm. like really bad, right? But like obviously yeah. he got over it. But yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a good one. That's a, a tough. Yeah, one. because the thing is, right? Like to to me, to me in my head, it makes sense that I can't f- 
focus on something that doesn't interest me because why would I? Like, why would I be able to focus on something that I don't care about? But that's because that's how I've been my whole life. Like, to me, that's normal. Like, to me, it's normal for people not to be able to pay attention to something they're not interested in and get distracted and think about other things because you don't want to think about that. But then when I talk to other people and they're like, oh, yeah, I, I didn't find this interesting, but I just studied for like five hours and I'm like, how? Like, I'm like, what? Like, how do you do that? To me, that is abnormal, right? Because I have my normal. But I guess, yeah, on the on, if you use the word average, you're like, oh, on average, you know, people can just study if they're like, oh, I need to study and whether it interests them or not, they can just study. I cannot do that, right? There's the difference, I guess, between I, normal and average. I think um, the real issue is when people like try to use that against you as yeah. like a way of saying you're lazy, unmotivated. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like that, I think that's the bigger issue. Like, because I'm not late. I know myself. I'm not lazy. I'm not unmotivated. I, when I do find a topic or anything that interests me, I can hyper focus. I can work on this shit for 12 hours straight without mm -hmm. having a second thought about literally anything else. Right. Yeah. So, and I can give it my all, all my energy. Like I would even describe myself as like a workaholic in the proper environment with the right interests and the right people around me. Like, but I can also be the complete opposite where I don't do anything all day. Like it's such an extreme because but that's what i'm used to that's my normal so to me this is not abnormal to me this is not an illness this is jason this is me this is yeah. how you know and i've learned to cope with this to some extent and yeah i could look into diagnosing and maybe some medication to make life according to the average easier and more accessible to me but i'm fine with how things have been going for me because the stuff that has been a challenge for me, I've also learned from and, and like, you know, yeah. it's part of self-growth and stuff like that. And I don't know, like, but yeah, I'm not saying like people shouldn't get diagnosed and people shouldn't get, yeah, right. because you should, but like you should, people shouldn't self-diagnose. That's a big, people thing. shouldn't self-diagnose and people shouldn't put, shouldn't throw these labels around. Like they, cause the term ADHD has lost so much value to me the past, like two, three years, because people are just throwing this shit around. Like it's, like it's oh i like nutella oh i mean i have adhd like it's like it's almost like the same kind of like like that's crazy to me right and we're talking about a mental illness we're talking about a mental dysfunction my, in your brain yeah. that prevents you from operating like the average people my cousin right? has like, adhd and it's yeah. so bad like he when he used to stay with us he was like up all night just walking around the apartment yeah. and yeah. like talking and everybody like was like wide awake just yeah. <laughs> i can't sleep because of the noise like obviously it's a illness so yeah mm -hmm. yeah i didn't say anything we it's tried the same to help with people him. who say they have ocd for example right like oh i have ocd like i need my books from like sorted from a to z and it's like okay what happens like if it doesn't happen okay, I get that, right? you like to be organized you like to be neat but to what extent? Like, there's a lot of people who like to be organized and like to have certain things a certain way. But, like, do you get irrationally angry when someone, like, accidentally, like, messes it up? Like, someone takes a book from your shelf and they put it somewhere else. Do you get, like, irrationally angry and, like, the, like you drop everything and you need to put that book back immediately to yeah. where it was? Like, that's OCD. When you get an uncontrollable, like... Yeah. urge that you like you, you cannot think of anything else you get an uncontrollable urge and you have to execute that urge in order for you to go back to function normal yeah, yeah to function like functional yeah because like that's ocd but you just saying that like oh the way these clothes are, oh i don't like this i would do that's that's not ocd you just yeah, like the, you know like and and it's the same like symptoms and it's like 
the same kind of trades like yeah but it's just to the amount the extreme the, well, yeah. like that's what makes mm-hmm. it a mental illness and yeah. i think that's where people need to like find yeah i'm not fine like i think that's where people need to educate themselves on or like be like okay this is not a mental illness but i do have like uh, ocd tendencies or ocd traits but yeah. i don't have ocd like there's a huge difference there well, I think I've only had like one. Uh, I mean, no, that's not true. I, I, I've had one person who I talked to who was like, "Oh, I have ADHD, right?" And mm-hmm. like, I wasn't really familiar with it, but I had to look into it, right? Not for me, but like mm-hmm. for, because uh, they would act really weird, and mm-hmm. I was like, "What the fuck?" Like this person's. I guess I, I, I've never thought of it, right? Until I looked into it, yeah, and I started reading it, and I realized, oh, okay, I see, like they act this way because of this or or they mm-hmm. have like mild OCD tendencies because like you know mm-hmm. I can see it now right like but yeah I willingly went out to educate myself yeah um because this yeah. person like has a lot of trouble making friends with people and no. yeah it's like right you hate that I hate that for people right I and stealth knows yeah. it like when people are alone I but know. and I don't know like that's a big thing right people with ADHD they can't read a fucking room girl it's like they they, they just they they can't. They're unable to read a room. They'll they'll literally like go on and on about stuff because, uh, like, it just is right. Sometimes it's like an yeah. anxiety thing too, where it's like they can't stop yeah. talking or they try to connect with people so hard that they're like telling stories about themselves and it makes them seem yeah. like really selfish. But yeah, it's like, yeah, like yeah. yeah, but it's like yeah, but it's like yeah, but you read about it and it's like okay, like that's how you learn and that's how you like. I don't know. To yeah. me, I feel like a lot of people are really uneducated on some mm-hmm. some stuff. And that's why they're like so comfortable saying like, oh, I have OCD. I have ADHD. I have ADD. Because it's like they don't know. They don't know any better, mm-hmm. right? Like it's like you said stuff like people with OCD. I've I've like seen programs where they describe it as if I don't do this thing, something horrible is going to happen to like somebody I love or to yeah. me. And I have to do or it. To and me, if I don't or, do yeah, it, yeah. They just can't like. The people who have like OCD and like they like every time they touch a door they have to wash their hands yep. and mm-hmm. like if they don't find the sink they'll go crazy like they they yeah. need to wash their hands before they can do anything else like they will they will literally go to Narnia to find the sink to wash literally. their hands and then they'll come back and be like okay now I can just be a normal human again like that's mm-hmm. OCD like and you just liking your pencils from red to orange to yellow but- to green to blue to purple and you getting a bit annoyed if it's not that's not OCD like that i get it it's 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 in the same like spectrum right like you yeah. have ocd tendencies or, or you share you know like like very like downsized symptoms of this mental illness but that doesn't mean you have, you the have mental, illness. mental illness yeah yeah i don't know i think that's have to take into a lot of these, a, a lot of mental in- illness symptoms are just normal human traits just blown to the extreme basically that's what a lot of them are and uh, also yeah, about that know. like you also have to take into consideration how somebody grew up. Like, if their house was really organized and everything was, like, mm-hmm. color-coded, yeah. then obviously they're more prone yeah. to also have it that way. Yeah, yeah, because up. a lot of mental illnesses also come from, like, childhood trauma and stuff. So, like, if you grew up in, like, an abusive household with extremely, like, 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 a, like I'm just painting a scenario with, like, a mother who's, like, you know, like, germaphobe, like, cleaning everything, everything has to be the right place, and you have, like, maybe, like, an abusive father or maybe the mother's abusive and, like, you know, like you get this trauma linked to this, like this, like excessive behavior of everything has to be clean, everything has to be perfect, or something bad will happen. You know, it's linked to that childhood trauma. So, yeah, yeah. 
it, like it's true like it depends like i think there's so many factors involved and it's so complicated and that's but why professional people exist to help you with to this. help you diagnose not some it, tiktok video telling you literally oh, you like things clean <laughs> you fidget you move your leg you can't yeah. sit like a normal person in the chair you probably have adhd no you don't please find a professional and talk about it with them that's <laughs> all i'm trying to say here <laughs> did you guys ever have um I, I don't know, because when I was younger, and I think it was like a stress response that I didn't recognize until I got much older, but I never said I had OCD, right? But mm-hmm. when I would walk home from school, um, I used to make sure I stepped on all the cracks on the sidewalk on the way to my house, right? No, and on the cracks? On the no. cracks, okay, but... Um, <laughs> okay. I would, you have to step I would in between, also, you, you're not allowed I, to step I on the I would also cracks. make sure that I did it in a certain number of steps. Mm-hmm. right and i remember one time where i missed a crack because i jumped over it i don't remember why but i literally got mm-hmm. home and then i had like this uncontrollable i literally went all the way back down my street to step <laughs> no. on it and no. i, I swear actually, to god yeah this is a mild ocd yeah. tendency like yeah and this it. was like but i think this was from stress because like i had a pretty stressful childhood and mm-hmm. i i remember doing this like all the time like it was horrible mm-hmm. and i don't remember when i stopped doing it i see but i remember i grew like i, I want to say quote unquote grew out of it but mm. it it got really bad for me like i remember um i don't know like it was especially when it snowed i hated when it snowed because i couldn't see the cracks in the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i never oh, told dude. anybody when i was a kid i never like thought it was weird right that i was like um mm-hmm. like counting my steps to 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 my house right and right. i would feel like really bad if i didn't do it in the same number of steps or close to and mm. i think this something that really helped um like break it was um my sidewalk they added like uh, a wall to it to like hold dirt back mm-hmm. so it kind of acted like stairs right so before i would get to my house um i was able to like climb that and just like play on it or whatever right I was still a kid and I don't know I want to say that's when I stopped doing it but I don't remember like I really don't remember how I stopped counting but I remember the last part of my house like to the sidewalk that part was 32 Mm. steps I remember it was 32 steps like I remember that number but I don't know how many it was like in total but yeah like that was a I know that was a stress response but I know I don't have that anymore but yeah now I get like other things where I'm like I, I don't know. I think I explained this to Chaco. I don't know if you were there, Stealth, where I basically, like, I squeeze my body really hard sometimes, and it's, like, an uncontrollable, like, urge. Like, I have to do it. And if I don't do it, like, I can't. Like, it's really weird. But it's only when I'm, like, really fucking stressed out. Like, it's it's so strange. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think these are, like, like not trauma response. Yeah, these are, like, stress responses. Right? Stress, like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So... But it's it's then again it's the question to what extent is this a problem right like yeah are you you know are you damaging your skin like are you like you know because there's people who like pick their nail like I for example you know I pick my nails I pick my skin yeah. but like to what extent do you do it like do you do it where it's literally uncontrollable and you have to peel the skin until it hurts and you bleed and you fuck up your nails and it looks ugly and then you feel bad that it feels ugly is it like a vicious cycle or is it just like some some casual like you know like picking like to what extent again. Like, to what extreme mm-hmm. are you executing this behavior? Thing that you're doing every and day. And then yeah. see if it's an issue and then find professional help if you are not sure, right? 
and that's the whole that's my entire mentality on this i guess like that uh what it is because funny story actually i mean funny story it's not a funny story it's just whatever but um my boyfriend right <laughs> he has this uncontrollable urge about locking his door he will always lock his door and he and I mean, I know he does. I already know he does. He always locks his door. There, there's not a single time he doesn't do it. Oh, yeah. But then he, we will leave his apartment, and he'll, and he'll be walking, and he's like, "Did I close the door?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, you did." And he's like, "Yeah." No, I'm not sure if I did. I'm, no, no, you did. But then at least I'm there to affirm. Yeah. Him, right? right. But he will have that thought in his head, like, "Did I close the door?" Yeah. And then he's not sure, and every single time it is closed, but he will go back check the door it's and it is closed every single time and then he'd be like okay and then he can let it go but he has to go back and yeah. check it to see if he closed the door or not even though he closes it every single time but Literally. yeah and, and that's that's also like you know that that steps into ocd tendencies right because he has mm-hmm. to go back to check this door even though he probably knows that he locked it locked but it, as soon yeah. as that thought pops up in his head did i close the door he cannot shake the idea out of his head of like, oh, I need to go back and check it. Like, and that's, you know, that's, yeah, I don't know. It's a, that's an OCD tendency. And it's like, to what, to what degree again is, will this become an issue or is this an issue? Yeah. In this case, in my opinion, this is not an issue. I think it's better to be safe than sorry. Right. Like, um, yeah. Like, yeah. So, so this is kind of like a, I don't say, I don't say I want to say it's a good trait either, but I don't think it's a bad one necessarily. It's just the way you go about it and the way you handle it and whatever. Right. Um, but I just thought it was a funny observation where I was like, when he was like, I want to go back and check. I was like, no, no, you're not, you're not going to go back and check because you closed it. And he was like, and he was kind of like, I could see the gears spinning in his head. I was like, you're not going to go back and check if the door is closed because it's closed. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, and that was just a funny interaction, I think. And I don't know. Like, um, but yeah, and I just think that's perfectly fine. And I don't think my boyfriend has OCD and I don't, I don't think he should get diagnosed or professional no. help. I think he's perfectly fine the way that he is. Um, yeah. Um, uh, can I also yes, like, Tuckle, tell please. some stupid Tuckle, stuff? please, you don't have to ask. <laughs> this is our podcast, so have... Tucker. We own it. Yeah, literally, it's our podcast, not anybody else's. We can do it and say whatever you want. Like, so I have anxiety, and <laughs> if you didn't know, I have anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gurm knows this because I remember telling him, and he's always like, "Choco, stop!" When I make, when I have like, a, 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 what is it in English? If I have like a, oh yeah, the, I'll talk about that later, Gurm, about the picture. Mm-hmm. Um, when I have like a. A time slot, like from a doctor or somebody said, okay. Uh come come at this time every time it's like in the afternoon i don't get anything done that day because yeah. i'm uh, the whole morning i'm just worrying about this meetup or like this 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 thing and it's the same thing with like if i have to call during this and this time i, I like don't get anything you clear done. your day yeah. it's horrible it's absolutely fucking horrible uh. i think that's like i feel like it's a lot of people right but they don't want to admit it but have you ever been diagnosed with ADHD, Chaco, or no? No, because I went in with, I, like, I went into my therapist and I was like, I might have anxiety. Could you check? Uh, and she was like, Yeah, that's anxiety. Like, uh, but I never asked about ADHD. ADHD yeah. I don't think I have it. The thing is, a lot of like anxiety symptoms overlap with autism. With, 
as oh, far as yeah. I know, but okay. I don't, I, I'm not sure about ADHD. Yeah. I know that the um, leg shaking, like, I do that a lot. It's part of the mental illness group, so, like, it's, mm. you know, yeah. like, there's always going to be overlap, and, and, and yeah. if you're going to get diagnosed for ADHD, you're just going to, like, get more, like, like, that's sure. perfectly fine. Like, you know, you, you're trying to, like, pinpoint here, like, oh, like, you want to work with this, right? Like, you want to, like, not just be, like, oh, I have anxiety. Like, you want to work with this, and, and I think maybe pinpointing what kind of because <laughs> sometimes is... anxiety comes from uh, something else right like i don't, yeah, I don't obviously i, I don't I know that, that much the about you Choco in that sense so i can't really no because i tell Choco the same that, thing yeah like like but I, I, I it doesn't hurt right it doesn't hurt to get diagnosed and try to find different yeah, like roots of different problems yeah. And then, yeah 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 so well I, I do have to go to therapy the problem is i have to call and then my anxiety being social anxiety i can't call it's like this fucking circle of dying i used to have that problem too until my last eh, not my last job i would say my last two jobs because my when i would clean carpets i had to call customers sometimes so like when you're trying to make money you get over the fear pretty quick because capitalism wins and then uh uh-huh Wait what? No, I was because I was thinking the exact, exact, exact same. I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and work in like as as a waiter, mm-hmm. so I have to talk to people and get that's, over my anxiety. Okay, but that's with the first that's fucking different. day. That's like you you took a plunge into the deep end on that one because I didn't go. Like, uh, well, I, that's not true because when I clean carpets, I would go into people's homes and talk to them directly. But that was, uh, I don't know. I I guess it just depends on like your your need, right? Because yeah. Like Chaco, I needed money, right? Like I was trying to go to school, and like my parents I were gonna pay for too, it. I need money too, man. Yeah, but it's like I don't know. It's it, it's like the threat, I guess, of uh, like my dad being like, "Well, if you don't give me rent, and if you don't have school money, like, what are you even doing here?" It's like he'd probably kick me out, right? <laughs> like I, the the threat really is what did it. But then my next job, I was like a secretary or like a receptionist. So I mean, I basically had no choice but to be on the phone like almost all day so that like really helped mm-hmm. too and then even more since i was like a receptionist cashier people would come to my window so i had to talk to them anyway like uh, i used to be like that though i hated answering my phone and i hated like making calls and now it's like yeah whatever now i don't want to make calls but because i'm lazy not because i don't want to talk to people like it's something different <laughs> like i just hate fucking talking <laughs> to people on the phone like please let me text message you i don't like unless it's discord like I love talking to people on Discord, but no, I'd much rather prefer. I don't know. It. I, I don't want to tell you like, oh, you're gonna get over it in your head, but yeah, like that sucks, because mm. it is something that you have to like work through. Do you know those scenes in movies, like especially in Mean Girls, where everybody's like talking on the oh, phone? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Setting. Yeah. Every time I see stuff like this, I'm like, I could never be one of those because I fucking hate that. I'd, I'd, I'd see them now. calling, I'd be like, no. You're hang doing up it now, me. Chaco. You're doing it now. You yeah, but to... Discord is different. You I don't know why, but I can distinguish between Discord and a phone. No, you just need to change your perspective. Like, this is the same thing as anything else. Trust I me. I don't know. It's a little different for me. I guess it might be. Yeah. Wait, how long have we been going? Uh, an hour and 15 minutes. We can still fill the time. <laughs> Why did Puff say this? Because he's... Uh, wait, do you want to read your story? Um, So basically, it's just because you mentioned earlier that sometimes you have like moments in your childhood and yeah. you don't realize what it is until you're like older. Older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Okay, so the thing is, 
every summer we go back to Georgia and every time I'm there I feel horrible like throughout the whole month we're always there I just feel like dying and uh, there are multiple reasons for this but like one of them is I speak German and English very good but my mother tongue Georgian not so well anymore and I don't know like the street names of where we live and stuff so if I get lost there it's over for me I'm dead yeah so I so I can't <laughs> part from my parents yeah. I constantly have to be with them and then so I feel trapped in that country kind of and mm. in the beginning it's still okay because in the beginning you're like oh my god I'm gonna see my family for the first time in a year or something mm-hmm. so in the first couple of days slash weeks it's fine but I guess this stress builds up over the month and sometimes I have this like breaking point and just a full-blown old panic attack and I didn't know back in my childhood I didn't know what that was I've yeah. never heard of that I didn't know mental illness was a concept right I just thought it constantly just felt like I was dying I was like in my grandparents room and it was always in the evening like during sundown at night and I like started associating it with that time so I, I like fucking hate sundowns sunsets oh. I, I fucking hate them that's unfortunate yeah and uh, I remember there was this one time where I got this really bad existential crisis and I disassociated and I didn't know that it was disassociation I just saw myself from like this third person perspective from like behind myself yeah and I didn't, I just thought, oh my god, that's so cool, I can see my back, uh, well, let's do it again. And I no. never managed. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't like going to Georgia, because it just, uh, I feel so trapped, man. Yeah, that's And also, here I have a phone, I have internet, I can Google Maps my way around the streets. Oh, it's Over sm- here, I don't, I would have to use roaming, and it's so expensive, so I... Not though, Chaco, you would do it if you were in a life or death situation. Oh, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> but I See, think I'd rather just be like, okay, ask someone, hey, can you I've, show me the nearest way I to... feel like you don't cling on to the, uh, to the silver linings hard enough. Like, you need to be delusional to the point of the worst case scenario, and I'll be able to solve it anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... The fact that you could use roaming is a good, like you'd never be trapped. I don't know. That's I, that's how I got through a lot of shit when I was little. I would cling so hard to like the silver lining of stuff. It was just it was just delusion yeah. at that point. Like I had no choice. Right? Like you need to, you, I needed to I trick my brain. Like exactly. Like yeah. you gotta you gotta do something. I don't know. No, but I, I get you, Choco. I kind of had a realization like that myself. Um, I wouldn't describe myself as a person like like a like a general anxious person, but I have I've had moments, uh, especially when I've been doing less well in my life. Uh, like I'm also I would I would describe myself as like a, like a existential person from time to time as well. Mm-hmm. But it's also been like a really ongoing thing ever since I was a kid, and I didn't have that realization either until way later in my life that I was having basically like kind of like anxiety attacks and like existential crises as a kid like but i didn't know any better like i i just yeah. remember i just have these vivid memories of like waking up in the middle of the night as a kid and like just like wanting to be awake because i wanted it to be morning again like that's yes. what i like oh that's what God. i remember but i i didn't know why like i was just not comfortable being 
being. I was just not comfortable being. I was just not comfortable existing as a kid. And I was, I feel weird. And I, and I just remember staring outside the window at night and just waiting for the sun to come up because I would thought I would feel normal again when the sun would come up for some reason. Like, I like, I'm, I'm like, we're talking like five, six, seven years old here. Like, right. Oh, like, like you're developing. And then I remember asking questions like, like, why do we die to like my family? Like, why do we die? Like, like, um, like, why does, why does everybody pretend like that's not a big deal? Like, and then, you know, <laughs> you, you get your typical response from like an elderly, like, oh, like, you know, once you've experienced life, like, you know, dying is okay. You know, you feel like, you know, once you've you lived, once you lived your life and you're 80 years old, you know, you're going to be fine with dying. And I mean, I think that's bullshit, but like, yeah, <laughs> like, no, I still, agree. like, yeah so like but as a kid i just nodded right like what are you gonna say like you just nod and say yes and like you know but like but i didn't think twice about it as a kid obviously not because i'm a kid like but now think about it like that was anxiety like me waking up in the middle of the night not being able to sleep for three hours looking outside my window not feeling comfortable being like this is an anxiety attack as a kid like you know so that's funny and i had that realization like i want to say like three or four years ago as well like i was like oh damn Mm. like i was going through it when i was a kid like as well like not just now like and 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 yeah so it's funny that you say that because i kind of like relate to it like i found ways to cope with it now like and definitely with um i don't know like i know what factors influence uh, it and like and what makes it worse and all that stuff like but but yeah i would describe myself as an existential person basically my entire life and it's just it's just a way of coping and dealing with it and and just getting it not to a point where you feel like you need to get medicated to deal with it, I guess. Um, <laughs> I remember yeah. as a child, I always got like really bad stomach aches, I guess, because of mm-hmm. all the like overthinking and yeah. stress and anxiety. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But uh, nobody saw the signs. So they just all guessed yeah. maybe some sort of internal problem. And I remember yeah, yeah. I spent so many years in like a hospital going in and out, taking blood just to figure out what the fuck was wrong with my stomach. And now I'm like, yeah. it was anxiety. It was just gas. Yeah. It was just gas. <laughs> I hate you. Listen. Choco just felt a little gassy, wassy. My meds blessed these. So when I got first diagnosed, like, uh, when I had like my graduation exam, they gave me this mm. drink that would calm me down. And I remember the first time I took it, it calmed down my heartbeat so fucking much. I thought I had like, a, like my heart was still, I couldn't hear <laughs> it beating. It was so quiet. And I was like Damn. panicking over oh shit did I take the wrong medicine or like did I fuck myself up, and now I'm just like oh man bless this medicine man it's talk nice. being normal being like something is wrong something is yeah wrong. no literally <laughs> <laughs> me once now we're thinking what's going on PM what the hell is going on I don't know you guys had a I weird want to be normal you guys had a no weird like thing as way. children as a child like I had a really. I had the reverse experience that you guys had with ex- existentialism, where instead of asking, like, why are we alive? I'd be like, girl, we're all going to die someday. Thank God. Like, even as a kid, I was like, <laughs> that's going to be the escape. Like, I don't know. That was always yeah. like, to me, that was always the way out. And yeah. I don't know. It's it's weird that that's how we develop as adults. It's Because <laughs> it's very and strange. It's weird like, that it, it, and it's weird because I feel like as a child, I don't feel like I had any particular reason to like mm-hmm. love life so much because I was spoiled or anything to like, you know, not want to die. Like, no, like it's it's 
it's just part of my brain, I think. Like, that's just how I'm yeah. wired. Like, because I didn't really have a particular reason to be existential as a child, but I've just always been, and I've always been very, like, you know, like thinking about life. What's the point? What's my purpose? What's, yeah. what's, the, what's like, not just myself, but life in general, like the universe, like any, everything. Like, it's, it's, it's such a fascinating thing to me, but I don't think anything in particular sparked this, like, this, like, desire to hold on to life so much. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, so, in about it but yeah i don't know when and, and when we talk about final fantasy and stealth has a has a breakdown because we do that it's true final fantasy 14 will fuck me up every single time true. this it's game true. has an impact on my existential like perspective of the world and the universe and everything that it works that i just like damn like oof like Fuck it's, you, developers of Final Fantasy fourteen. Like, yeah, but like fuck they, you, Stealth. Stealth got me to play that game too, and it is a killer. Like, yeah. I didn't believe like when I started playing the game, and people saw that I was with Stealth. Like, when you're a new player, they call you a Sprout, right? And they mm-hmm. can recognize, like, they know who you are because you're like low level. And I was always with Stealth, and Stealth is like, oh, it's his first time playing, and they're like, oh, did you book therapy for him already? I'm like. It cannot be that serious. I'm like, it cannot be that serious, girl. It's that serious. When I got to the end of that game, it was crazy. Like, I don't want to spoil anything. Eventually, I'm sure we'll talk about it. But yeah, like, if you haven't played Final Fantasy 14, like the online game, and you are a Final Fantasy person, oh my god, you need to do yourself a favor and play that game. It is, yeah. oh, it is After well worth it. After making a therapy appointment, apparently. It is worth it. Even just yeah. for this, the game has so many things to offer gameplay-wise, but yeah. even just for the story. For the story, Like, yeah. I want to say, this is an MMO, and a lot of MMOs don't, they, the story is almost an afterthought, right? They focus it on the is, gameplay, yeah. the fighting, all of that stuff, and it's like, oh, and then we all bring it into a story. But no, like, Final Fantasy fourteen, you're playing a story, and everything else is connected to the story. It's like, true. And you're going, you're, you're gonna meet friends. You're gonna laugh. You're gonna cry. You're gonna dance. Like you're gonna, Shit I don't know. It's come. it's it's literally an adventure, and it's true. Like, it's an adventure that I, I don't know. Like I loved. Like it's it's literally one of the best games I've ever played. But not because of the game itself or the gameplay. It's just be, it's like almost saying it's the best movie I've ever watched. It's the best book I've ever read. It's just it. You know, like that's the kind of the best game I've ever played. I'm talking about. Like it's just. Ah, it sucked me in and then the fact that especially the later on expansions more turned towards like a like a more like like the the, the greater good like the bigger end all like existential kind of like story of life and then it's like damn like what the fuck are you guys doing yeah like, there's no way crazy. like that like yeah it's crazy like and all of that in like a silly video game but yeah we will talk uh, about that eventually yeah we can but, t- dive into that more at one point but okay as a closing thought because i i've been having this like thought for myself recently but mm-hmm. i want to know if you guys are comfortable answering what do you consider yourself to be more of like do you consider yourself to be a happier person or a more sad person like i guess inside right like, right because like um, if, if you let me answer what i think each of you are and then we'll answer for each other right because okay so so you want us to have an, an answer for each of us for all of us okay yeah so then, like for for you stealth i would say that you're more of a cheerful person right on the inside okay and then for chaco okay. i would say that Chaco's a bit on the gloomier side really okay yeah and what about you like i want to hear what you guys think of each of us i guess i uh, maybe it's just i think i always try to like I have my moments, right? I have my my down moments, right? Like mm-hmm. everybody goes through it at some point, right? But 
I do think my general bigger perspective on just life, I guess, is more on the gloomy side. But I do, I have this drive, though. I have this this motivation, mm-hmm. this drive, this like, this cheerful, hopeful thing inside of me that does indeed, like you say, like like I am. I'm always trying to find the silver lining. I'm always trying to look for the positive. I'm always trying to look for growth. And like, so I would definitely describe that as more of like a happy person inside yeah. of a sad person, right? Even though yeah. I do think that, you know, like the general um, point of everything or the general idea of myself or life is more <laughs> on the sadder side. I don't know. It's really yeah. weird. Like, yeah. So, so it's somewhere in between. But yeah, I would describe myself as someone like a silver lining look for the bright side of everything kind of person yeah cute and for choco i don't know like that's tough because i feel like me and choco don't really talk about this kind of stuff a lot you know it's more surface level when me and choco interact Mm -hmm. so but i would say i kind of agree with gorm i think where choco is more on the gloomy side maybe but i also think like it wouldn't work if Choco also didn't have this kind of like, you know, trying to look for the the positive stuff in things and kind of like, um, because otherwise, like, I don't feel like Choco wouldn't be standing here right now. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, you know, like. Choco, you would not have made it. I don't think Choco would be here with us right now if that yeah. wasn't the case. So, right. yeah. Um, yeah. And then for you, Gurm, I would say, yeah, I would say you're, you're a bit more in the like emotional kind of more like sad kind of part on the inside as well i don't know like mm-hmm. are all my friends just sad fucking bitches like I don't it's know. true <laughs> like i don't know <laughs> but yeah i don't know like what what, what about you guys um again as you said me and stealth we don't really talk about these things like right. we both to play league and that's about it yeah, yeah. Or genshin yeah. <laughs> i guess it's like a first impression kind of thing right like i don't know yeah. um okay well I always thought, like, when we play League and stuff, you're very mm-hmm. negative, like, okay, talking-wise, but, yeah, okay, but right. yeah, that's yeah. League, so that's yeah. why I'm, like, specifically mentioning it. But I feel like you're a very happy person. Like, every time I okay. see you interacting with other people, you're always joking, or I feel like you're yeah. generally a very happy yeah. person. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. For myself, <laughs> so you guys called yeah. me gloomy Yes, stuff, I want I want to know, Chucky, yeah. Um, do I mention what I think of you first, Gurm, or? If you want, like, I want to hear, yeah, mention what you think of me. Well, <laughs> you're sad. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Jake, I'm, I'm not so going to argue you're with you. sad <laughs> fucking bitch. Like, Listen, I love you, and you always make me laugh, and I love hanging out with you, but yeah. I feel like you and me, we... A lot of times, like, our conversations are, there are only two, like, spectrums. It's either haha poo poo memes or <laughs> sad fucking trauma dumping <laughs> shit. And it, there's no in between. Yeah. So it depends on how we feel. But most right. of the time, how do I explain? I feel like you are sad, but you try to, like, deal with it on your own. Yeah. And most of the time you're ha- like happy when you interact with us, but yeah, we see through those cracks, Gurm. We see through those. Okay, but I need you to explain yourself before I explain myself. Yes. I'm su- okay. Because I'm surprised, right? I'm a little surprised. So I feel like 
I the way it's still uh, said that was really nice. Like I have hope mm-hmm. for people around me, so mm-hmm. I see the good and I always see the good in other people. But I don't have that hope for myself. Like I'm very unhappy with myself, okay. um, and it's like this whole gender and body dysmorphia right. stuff added onto that. So uh, at the moment, I'm I guess I might seem more gloomy, but I'm happy most of the time. I'd say. I'm happy. He starts fucking crying. (laughs) I'm happy. I don't know. That that's good to hear. Honestly, like it's it's nice to hear that chakra. Like I see, I see the good in things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do like to complain about stuff, but that's just to complain. (laughs) Doesn't mean really anything. Yeah. But I think yeah, I think weirdly enough, I think me and Choco on this are a bit more similar than. Yeah, I think personally. Well, yeah, like, yeah I want to say point, that. Right? Like, yeah, like, like we have this more kind of like sadder, gloomy perspective. But like, if if I'm not gonna be positive, trying to be positive about it, like, then what's the point? Like, <laughs> might as well yeah. just you know, like, you know, like, might as well end it all know. right here, yeah, right now. Might as well end it all here. Like, what's the point if I'm not gonna find silver lining in all of this sad and depressing shit that I experience? Like, what's the point? Like, if I don't find personal growth in, in the shit that I experience and go through in difficult times and decisions, like, and if I'm gonna be a you know sad bitch about it and and, and all that stuff and like throw on more you know sadness how- and more negativity, then what's the point? Like, I, I, like, you know, like, so I feel like I have to almost be like. Yeah. And I'm not forcing it either, like, but it, yeah, no, like, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like this is just the outcome of that. Like, that's, you know. But do you know how people say that Kate Marsh isn't the, like, answer? <laughs> like, yeah, it's a question, and the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying. No. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I, man. I guess it's like, um, I don't know. I didn't want it to be like a bad the way that I see you as like a sadder person, right? It's like no, no, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I don't see it like in a bad way. Yeah, it's just like I feel like people are generally more they're either a happier person or they are a sadder person. But I don't mm-hmm. think either one is bad, right? I think it's just like a different yeah. kind of person that you are. Yeah, and it's and, it's not just the way, but it's then the way you deal with it and the way you express yourself mm-hmm. with that, right? Like I think that's also very important because I do, yeah, it's, I agree. Like, I feel like are just sadder people more sadder are a lot more realistic, but happier people are a lot more hopeful. It, so not necessarily bad things. It's just different I perspectives mean, on stuff, see, and it's completely fine. Chuckle, because like the way you said it, right? Like I, I do generally think I'm a more like sadder person. Like that just is mm-hmm. who I am. And you're right that I do prefer to like, I like to be happy in the moment because yeah. I'm not very, I don't know. It's, I don't want to say I'm like hopeless for life or that. I don't think, cause I do think there's meaning in living. It's just, I generally think it's like a pretty yeah. <laughs> like sad existence for everybody. Who's not like at the top. Right. Cause no matter yeah. what, like we live in the society that we live in yeah. and like if I am, be, I guess I am being realistic when I say, if I fell if I fell in love with capitalism and what it was, I think I'd be a lot happier. Like it, right, and I'd be more hopeful for the future. But it's just that's not who I am. And yeah. I I tell people all the time, like if there's one thing you can do for yourself, it's just like capitalism, because it's the only way you're gonna make it. And it's like, yeah, just like live in that illusion because it's the best thing you can do for yourself. And I don't know, yeah, I I do prefer to like be sad alone. But, like, lately I've been trying not to do that. Like, I'd, I'd rather hang out with you guys. And it's not that be I force myself. Together. It's not that I force myself to be happy around you guys. But I definitely do prefer to, in the moment, 
like try to you know i i try to like not be miserable i guess and i don't know when it's it's like right when you're alone it's not like that like when you're alone you're alone with your mm-hmm. thoughts and it's different like you, it's that's like why super, i yeah. really like a couple of days ago i was feeling really really bad after mm-hmm. like tiktok is not good for my mental health y'all no yeah it's not. i was feeling really bad and I just wanted to hang out with someone but not talk. So I really appreciated when you were sitting in voice chat with me, yeah. just muted, and we were just watching a movie. The movie, it which helped a lot. Movie, yeah. And the movie cheered me up. It was funny. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that, that's yeah, but this was this was cute. This was really sad, but really nice at the same time. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I don't know. This was nice. Though. I just wanted to do some. I just wanted to have something chill. I didn't plan it to turn into this, but I'm glad that you know we kind of talked about it. Yeah. I'm I love how about when like stealth and I feel like more people should talk about it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> it's so funny when when you weren't here last time, self. When it was just mm-hmm. me, Pop, and Gurm, we talked about bullshit. But it's when true. it's us three, it's like uh, really Very existential. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is nice. I don't Pop, know. get if, well soon. Yeah, Pop, if you're listening, <laughs> we're fucking getting better. Like we're not always gonna be. Uh, Pop brings that energy, right? He's young. Yeah, he's, yeah. definitely. He's full of life still. See, oh, okay what i like i don't know if we had to describe pop in this i would say that pop is also a very sunshiny person like very happy yes, definitely yeah, yeah. Very, if there's <laughs> like, a spectrum he's he's on yeah there, right? he's on he's there not, yeah. I, I sent mellow uh one of our podcasts and she saw pop and she was like he seems like a really happy person like his <laughs> smile is really pretty i was like yep he is he Pop is a really, really happy person. Yeah. You yeah. don't really see him sad. Like, he takes everything very lightly and like, yeah, oh, oh this happened to me. And makes jokes about it. But yeah. if he ever, if you ever do need, Pop, if you're listening, if you ever do need to talk about stuff, you know that we're here. Yeah, you can talk yeah. to us. Well, I okay. mean, write to us. I mean, you can't talk right now because you took <laughs> expired medicine. Idiot. <laughs> it wasn't even medicine. It was just like over the counter, like fiber. No. Not, he poisoned himself for I don't know for what for a good shit okay okay I think okay. Uh, oh my god we're we're into this okay yeah I think this is a good place to stop well, thank for, you guys yeah, for listening yeah thank, thank you guys thank you. for being this in the this episode was a little today. bit more Definitely serious but yeah. yeah I enjoyed this alright bye everyone hopefully we talk about games finally <laughs> <laughs> one day it's been <laughs> it's been a while I have the background ready. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye.